Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast, the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine with the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice, strategies, and tips from experts without the fluff. Your host, Caroline Belinska, the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing task agency for Shopify owners. With over 10 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce, she shares her knowledge and interviews the experts to help you in your journey to success. Now, here's your host, Caroline Belinska. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Caroline Belinska. And today I have super, super exciting news. So Just Ask Parker has been going through a huge overhaul over the last couple of weeks. And one thing I'm bringing on board is advisors, very specialized advisors that specialize just in particular parts of marketing. And today I have one of those advisors with us. Now, the reason why I've done this is because I do know that there's parts of your marketing that should be very, very specifically done. And our new advisor for Pinterest is actually going to be taking care of advising our team on what to do and how to do it. Also bringing our clients bonus free training included when you sign up with Just Ask Parker. But today what I wanted to do for everyone who's listening, because I do love everyone who listens to my podcast, watches any of my videos, comes into my Facebook group. I am here to give you as much free advice as possible because I really do believe that there's a lot of people out there that can really win with Shopify if they know how to do things properly. And what I've found over the last couple of years of really specifically working with e-commerce stores is that most people out there do not understand the power of Pinterest. Like Pinterest is probably out of everything to do with marketing, any traffic source I think is probably the most underused marketing channel out there. And we really need to understand it better. Everyone out there needs to understand that there's very few e-commerce stores that cannot use it. And I'm passionate about it. Anyone that hears me talk about Pinterest, I'm always the one going, hey guys, get on Pinterest. And most people come to our services at Just Ask Parker and say to me, what should I be doing? And I can tell you 99% of them are not using Pinterest. I get them onto Pinterest and I make huge, huge differences in their business. So today what I wanted to do was have our expert advisor here to teach you about Pinterest, why it's so important, how to use it properly. We've got a whole list of things we're going to go through today and we're going to explain the inner workings of Pinterest to help you. So make sure you're taking notes. This is going to be a big one. I'm sure you're going to have to listen to this again. About six months ago, I did have another Pinterest expert on. And the reason why is because I really am passionate about Pinterest. I do believe that it's very important. So please take notes. Nina, because she's been working with our team Just Ask Parker is offering specific help to small business owners, people who are making less than 10,000 a month. She has taken all of that on board, what our team does, what our clients need and what my listeners need. And she has decided to break everything down to the level that is needed for people who are earning less than 10000 a month in their e-commerce store. So if you're making $5 million, then you probably need to go for a slightly different strategy. But if you're doing something like less than 10, 20, 30000 a month, then this is going to be what you need to listen to. So let's get into it because I really want you to meet Nina. She's fantastic. I'm so excited that she's come on board with our team. Her name is Nina Kalari. I know that I haven't pronounced that properly, but I'm doing my best. 
and Nina owns ProfitablePin.com. So you can find her over there. She is on our advisors page as well, and she is part of our team. So you can find her over at our website or at Profitable Pin. But let's get into talking to her and finding out about Pinterest. So Nina, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's really exciting to be here and talk about Pinterest. Fantastic. Look, I'm so glad you're on our team. You've been working directly with our team members to help them make sure that we're doing everything properly at Just Ask Parker, making sure that we have got all the tasks specifically created for small e-commerce stores. So I'm really excited that you're on our team doing that. And today let's get into it. So where do you want to start? I know you understand what's going on. You understand the types of clients we work with and who's listening to this podcast. So what about starting with what the difference is between Pinterest and the other social media channels? Because I know that most people don't understand that. Yes, that is a great place to start because it is actually quite different. It's not like Facebook or Instagram because I think Pinterest is a search engine more than anything else. And on Facebook and Instagram, people go chat with friends or they want to check out pictures on the friend's holiday or something like that. But on Pinterest, people actually go there to shop. So it's a totally different mindset in that person when they log into the app. And that really makes Pinterest so powerful because people go into Pinterest to find ideas. They want to find new products. and they actually want to see your product in there. And if you are not on Pinterest, I bet your competitors might be and they will take the sale. Because a lot of people compare the product. Before they make the purchase, they go into Pinterest and compare all the options they have. And once they actually found the one that they liked, they click and go and purchase it. You can't do that on any other platform. So Facebook or Instagram, it just doesn't work that way. So I want to really highlight that it is a search engine. It is like Google just with images. So it's really, really powerful because of that. And you can be found, whether you're a small business or large business, you're in the same potential to get some visibility and traffic. And what about types of e-commerce stores? Because a lot of people think that their business might not be particularly right for Pinterest. Uh, Yes. I mean, Pinterest is quite a female-oriented platform, but it is changing a lot. Men are signing up at a very high rate at the moment. So you can literally put any kind of product in there, even those that are not normally that big. But if you actually go into Pinterest right now, you are ahead of the curve. It is still kind of the newcomer. So when you go in there now, in a year's time, when it's, again, much larger platform, you're already taking over that niche and you can capture all that traffic. Fantastic. And you talk about coming in now. So we understand the long shelf life. Do you want to explain that to people what that means? Yes. When you post, uh, you tweet something. Shelf life of that tweet is just 18 minutes and then it's gone. Yes, I guess you can kind of search Twitter, but not really. So, And same with Instagram. People swipe so quickly that your post will disappear very quickly. But on Pinterest, the shelf life of a pin or post is four months. And that four months, it gets visibility all the time because people can search. If it's a product pin, people can search that and they can find it anytime. And their search engine is really powerful. And so if you optimize your pins and profile, you can get really big traffic just with very basic optimization. And so I've been hearing that it's six months. So you're saying four months. Is that the new sort of expectations about a pin? 
Um, that's some stat that they say, of course, they're pins that actually go on for years and years. I have some pins that still bring me traffic and I pinned them well over a year ago. So it doesn't matter. It is way long. We talk about months rather than minutes, like in other social channels, where you can still capture that traffic from that one post you did. So I guess it's a little bit like the way to explain it to everyone listening. It's like being on Google. The more relevant your content is, the higher you'd stay on first page. But once you start to become irrelevant, then you drop off the first page. Yeah. So Pinterest is exactly like Google. When you optimize your content, you're going to be on the first page of Pinterest. And if you optimize your content for Google, you're going to be on first page as well. But I would like to add that if you optimize your pin for Pinterest, you also get Google rankings because all the pins are ranked on Google, which kind of makes it really, really powerful. So if somebody searched for your keyword on Google, your pin might just pop up. And that's in the image section at the top, yes? Yes, but actually quite many times when people search for products, the first row in the search result after the ads is actually images. So you can be before any kind of website, they bring the images at the top on many searches. Mm, so powerful. I'm so glad to have you on board as an advisor because it really is like Pinterest really is the place to be at the moment and people are crazy if they're missing out on it. Absolutely. And it's growing in huge rates. And not just in the US, it's growing in big numbers in Brazil, in Japan, all around Europe. So it's not just US-based Shopify stores, it's everywhere. And so what can someone expect what results are you getting for some stores when it comes to traffic numbers? Okay, I can tell you one example. It's a Shopify store that had all their traffic coming from ads. They were not able to generate any kind of organic traffic, which of course becomes an issue over time. You can't just spend money on ads all the time. Mm. So what we did with them is they had a Pinterest account, but it was not used. It was just static. I went ahead and basically redid I completely optimized their Pinterest profile for their main keyword and did some active pinning. And after six weeks, we got it to, was it 40 clicks per day? So 40 visitors were coming to their store every day from Pinterest. Fantastic. And before though, if they got 40, then it's probably costing them somewhere between 40 and $100 for that same traffic. Yes. I mean, it wasn't getting any cheaper to do those ads. So the ad prices are going up on Instagram and Facebook. So it was great to have another source for traffic that doesn't come from ads all the time. And in those times, because none of their competitors were on Pinterest, we literally overtook the niche. So whenever you search for any kind of keyword that's related to my client products, they are the first. They are first on profile, in boards and pins. Plus, because those pins are indexed on Google, when you go search the product on Google, the image is the first that shows up. So it's really powerful because you get the two huge search engines, basically one optimization. Fantastic. So all of those people that are listening and so many people come to Just Ask Parker and ask us to do their SEO, they're always asking for, hey, can you do SEO for us? And it seems to be the place that a lot of people think that they need to be. And I explain, okay, you can have SEO, but if you're spending less than a thousand dollars a month on SEO, chances are you're not going to get many results. And there's a lot of these so-called SEO experts out there that will tell you, yeah, yeah, just pay me 500 a month and I'll get your results. And then you get no results after six months or a year. They've made their money and they don't care. And they just say, oh, well, you should have spent more money. And I hear it all the time. So for me, SEO is very, very good. 
but you do need to be spending the money. And I think what you're explaining and what I know about Pinterest is that you can get fantastic results by, like you said, you do two things at once. You do Pinterest and you're also getting Google rankings as well. So you can get to the top of Google without doing SEO by just looking after your Pinterest account. Yes. And that's, I think, one of the best parts of Pinterest because you can't find Facebook posts, you can't find Instagram images anywhere on Google. And I mean, if you want to find something, everybody goes to Google. There's literally no other search engine that most people use or even know. So that's where they go and that's where they start the research and then they find the pens and the, you know. Fantastic. And what is the difference between shoppers versus browsers? Well, that's the good thing about Pinterest because the intention is different when they go into the platform. They're actually looking for something new or they're looking to compare. And whereas somebody who's on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, they're kind of browsing, they're just seeing what's coming up. They're not actively looking for something. In Pinterest, they actively look for something and they really want to see that. Let's say it's a handbag. They search for that handbag and also, Pinterest has some additional tools that if somebody finds something similar to the handbag they want, they have a visual search that helps them to find even more of those handbags. So they really worked on the search engine side to make sure that the shopper or the person who's looking for something really finds what they're looking for. Fantastic. And that's what I explain to people all the time that, you know, Facebook's really about people talking to their friends and family, showing off photos of their kids. While you can make money from running ads on Facebook, it's true you can make money from that. Like you keep on saying, the intention of someone is not to go to Facebook to purchase a new handbag or to purchase a new stereo or whatever you're selling. They're there to talk to their friends and family and find out what's going on. And I think it's different five years ago. There's a lot of so-called experts out there that say, oh, I've been doing this. And five years ago, I made a lot of money on Facebook with $5 ads. Mm. Five years ago, Instagram and Pinterest were not what they were. So, you know, when you think five, 10 years ago, when Facebook's been around for about 10 years, yeah? Yeah. We used to do everything on Facebook. So Facebook was Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook all together. Um, And now people are realizing that it's better to do certain things on certain platforms. So people go to Facebook to talk to their family. Then they go to Instagram because they want to get some inspiration or see what's going on in the world, like you said. And then Pinterest, like you said, is really the place where people are going to, hey, I need to start really thinking and selecting things. And I think once people understand that difference, running a Facebook ad will give you okay results, but the conversion rate, your cost of conversion is always going to be higher than on Pinterest, whether you run, if you put up a post on Facebook, for example, you just put a photo of your product and you run it as an organic post. Compared to if you do it on Pinterest, you're going to get better results on Pinterest because that's what people are looking for is to buy certain things. So I just want people to be really clear. I'm not saying don't do Facebook. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that start, I always talk about low-hanging fruit, start at that low-hanging fruit. And Pinterest really is that low-hanging fruit that so many people are missing out on. Absolutely. On Facebook and Instagram, yes, you can sell with ads and you can sell organically. But the time that people purchase is way longer than from Pinterest because you've got to convert those browsers into buyers. On Pinterest, they're already buyers. They're already looking for that product. So it's way the sale happens much more quicker. And talking about stats, 90% of people say that Pinterest actually helps them decide. And then 66% go and purchase after they see a pin. 
So those are pretty powerful numbers and those are not from ads. That's organic content. So, mm-hmm. and people want to see, they actually want to see your product in there so that they can buy it if they like it. So that's the difference, the main difference between the platforms. Yeah. Wow. It is amazing. And, you know, I can't stop stressing enough. That's exactly why I want people to be doing more on Pinterest. So can we go over the steps. So someone listening, let's say that they don't want to sign up for Just Ask Parker yet, or they don't want to work with you personally, and they just want to get started on their own. Can we just go through step-by-step what's involved in that? Where do you start? So first thing is to create a profile, and it needs to be a business profile on Pinterest. That gives you some extra analytics, and it really kind of helps you stand out. Just like in any other platform, you need to connect it with your website. You need to connect it with other social channels. Just, you know, give it a little bit of extra and make sure you're all connected. And yep. I just want to add in there just to be totally transparent. So people listening to that, while it is not rocket science to do it, there is a very particular way that you do that. And I know that you're giving any of our clients in Just Ask Parker a video training on how to do that properly because there is steps involved that you have to do properly and it makes or breaks your Pinterest account. Is that correct? Yes. And the next one I would have said is enable rich pins. And this is really crucial for any kind of website, but especially for Shopify. And that gives the pin extra information about your product. It can show the pricing if it's in stock and all that information automatically. And so that's really important step to make before you start pinning. And can I ask something on that? With Rich Pins, I've got some clients who do some recipes and they sell products as well. So they've sort of got recipes. Let's say that they sell teacups and they sell a recipe for teacups, for tea. Can they turn on recipes and have the other stuff? Can they do all of that at once? Yes, you can have rich pins for products, recipes and articles, so blog posts. And if you do have a blog with your store, you should make sure that everything is set up correctly before you start pinning. And you're going to create a video for Just Ask Parker clients on how to do that part, the setup stage. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Everything's on video and you can follow on the screen what I'm doing and just copy and do exactly the same thing. Yeah, because it's a little bit of work. And so people thinking just set up a business profile, there's a little bit more to it. So that's, I just want that to be clear that people don't say afterwards, hang on, nothing worked, but you have to go through this process and set it up properly and put up a proper correct words into your profile and things like that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what's next? What's the next step? If you already have a Pinterest profile, you need to change it into business profile. And one thing you should do also is to change your board to secret. If it's from personal to business account, you need to make your personal stuff secret so that nobody can see them. And then you can start building your business profile. Then you need to add some boards that are interested or relevant to your brand, relevant to your product. And this is where the optimization happens. This is where you need to do keyword research. And on the video, I'll show you how you can do that to make sure you can get started and you can really optimize your profile to ensure that you capture all the traffic you can. Okay, so when you say create boards that are relevant, can we just explain that a little bit? Because I'm usually telling people that they need to create extra boards so they can have a business board that's just about their business and then they have relevant boards. Can you sort of explain what happens with the different boards? Yeah. 
like I think earlier we were talking about handbags. So I would make sure that there's a board for all products that you have, like product categories. Every product should not have a board, but every product category. So you have handbags, you have suitcases, and then you have wallets. They all should have their own boards. Okay. When you talk about having boards that are specific for categories, but that's not where we put relevant other people's pins in there. We create different boards for that. Is that correct? Yes. You can also create boards where you can pin other people's content. And I wouldn't pin a competitor's handbag there, but I would I would pin images that are relevant to the person who's purchasing it, that maybe because they like handbags, maybe they also love shoes. So you could pin shoes on that extra board. And that just brings the profile into life. You can create a lifestyle around that person or a lifestyle around that target person you really want to capture. And as an example, I worked with a vegan makeup brand. And there's a really easy way to create it, the whole lifestyle around that vegan makeup brand because those are vegans. They want to see recipes. They want to see food. So it's very easy to create the nice lifestyle board or profile that really captures, they might see the recipe pin first, but then they see your makeup and then they go into your store. Yeah. So you don't need to be pinning other vegan makeup products. No, no. And you probably shouldn't, or you can pin the products that you don't sell, but might be relevant to the audience. They just appreciate that you're actually giving them information on topics that they're interested in and they get to know you, they trust you and the sale will happen much quicker. And other ones I like to do for our clients at Just Ask Parker are things like you brought up handbags as an example or makeup yeah. another one, is color-coordinated boards, so the pink mood board and the green one. So then you never have to put any other handbags, but you can have, if you've got a pink handbag, all other pink things, pink shoes, pink rugs, pink tea towels, whatever it might be, pink to go in that lifestyle board. Yes, absolutely. That's a good thing about Pinterest. You can get really creative to creating that lifestyle of that ideal person or the target market. And you can use seasons to your advantage. If a summer is coming, so now would be a good time to start bringing some summer-related products or summer-related boards because it takes a while for them to kind of really capture the visibility. So you always want to plan ahead. So thinking three months ahead to make sure that you're visible at the right time. Yes, it's not last minute, but you need to kind of put in a calendar and really look what's coming up ahead in two months' time, two to three months' time. This is a really good point. I have a video in the training section at Just Ask Parker, free for everyone who ever's listening. Go to the training section. It's in the header menu and there is the three-month content calendar and I talk about that and I get very passionate about that. And one of the things that I really talk about there is that Pinterest is something that you should not be thinking about on the day. You don't wake up on Monday morning and go, I'm going to put up a pin today because today's Valentine's Day. (laughs) It is no point. You might as well not do it. Or you run an ad to it if that's what you want to do. But to make it work organically, you have to be thinking months in advance. So doing a content calendar, I've got a really good, simple one, completely free, download it, learn how to use it. And really think about your Pinterest in advance. That's where the power is with Pinterest. Okay, so the next thing I want to ask you about is, let's just talk a little bit while we're talking on that subject about types of pins. So some people are pinning just their products. So they're just taking one of their products from their Shopify store and they're just putting it onto a square pin and making 
that their whole Pinterest pin. So nothing else. It's just a product on a pin. What is your opinion on the different types of pins and the design and things like that? Yes, I highly recommend. Of course, if you just want to get started, paint those square images. But ideally, you really need to paint images that are two to three vertical pins. So they need to be long pins. So total opposite from Facebook, uh, because most users use Pinterest on their mobile and mobile screens are vertical. So if you can match that, it's way better. And you can do that for free on Canva. So we do it for you at Just Ask Parker. It's a service we offer, but also Canva offers the actual template for Pinterest and some great templates there as well. Yes, absolutely. And I highly recommend also pinning some lifestyle images, not just the product on a white background, but maybe you have some images where somebody's using your product. That's even better because in the sea of product images, if you have a lifestyle image, it will stand out. And so something, and this is one thing I'm also very passionate about influencer marketing. Everyone who knows about my influencer summit knows that that's a big thing for me. And one thing I talk about is use influencers, get them to create these lifestyle images and use them on things like Pinterest and Instagram and on your website as well. So Pinterest is a great place to use those lifestyle images. Absolutely. And same goes if you get some images from your clients, use them on Pinterest as well. So those are perfect because people see it actually in use and that always helps them to really get capture the image, what it's going to be, what it's going to look like when they use it. And what do you think about doing 10 tips to, you know, better makeup or to fashion for this summer compared to a pin that's just of a handbag or a lifestyle image? Do you have any statistics on what's working better? I don't have any numbers at hand, but I highly recommend doing both. It will help you tremendously because Sometimes people just want to get some information. They want to learn about your brand. And if you offer them value on the first interaction, that always helps down the line. If you do go ahead and creating how-to or tips, which you can use videos as well, so it doesn't have to be a blog post, I highly recommend that you have some kind of really good offer to offer them. So to make sure that they leave their email address or you somehow interact them more than looking at your blog post or watching your video. Yeah, fantastic. I believe in what you just said that, you know, having that mix of different types of content makes a huge difference. And some people, even the same person that I can be captured by one thing today and a different thing tomorrow, but then what they're seeing on their feed today is going to be different tomorrow. So you want to try to get in front of them with everything possible. Yes. And also if you have videos about your product, those are ideal for Pinterest as well. Just make sure that they're short videos because attention span is short, so they're not going to look for 10 minutes videos. Under one minute is perfect. And I will make a note on that. I want to say something about that when you talk about videos. Make sure people care. I always talk about who cares. I see too many videos out there that are long and drawn out, even if it's one minute or even if it's 30 seconds. Sometimes I look at these videos and go, that should have been 10 seconds. It's not about the length. It's about how capturing it is, how much it captivates people. So yeah, you talk about under one minute. So some things need a minute to explain it, but some things just need 10 seconds. So showing off one handbag for a whole minute, no one's going to watch that. Exactly. And if you have some golden nugget at the end of the minute, I think you better say that the first seconds, making sure that they actually watch the whole video. So you always make sure you kind of give everything you have 
in the first seconds to make sure that they actually watch the video. Yeah, this is a copywriting skill that I teach people all the time is that the best copywriters in the world always say that the only reason your first line of a subject line, a newspaper article, the only reason that first line of a letter or an article, the only thing it's there for is to get people to read the next one and to get people to read the next line. And that's exactly the same in video. The only thing you're meant to do in the first second is to capture people to want to watch the second second. Don't think exactly what you said, Nina. Don't think that by saying, oh, I'm going to keep the best till last, don't think yeah. because people don't care and they don't have the time for it. Exactly. Uh, we are bombarded with so much information every day that you really need to stop them. So you have to give everything you got in the first few minutes or first few lines to make sure that they actually continue reading it. And tell us a little bit about community boards, because this is a big thing that we believe in at Just Ask Parker. And that's, you know, part of what you've come on board for is helping us with all of that. And community boards are really the power of Pinterest as well, really helping you grow quickly. So can you just go through what it is and what Tailwind is and things like that? Yes. One of the best things about Pinterest is the group boards. And Tailwind Tribes is similar. I'm going to talk about both in a second. Let's start with group boards. Group board is a board where multiple people can pin their best content. And you can have group boards about any topic you can think of. And the beauty is that you don't actually need too many followers to get huge visibility. So... It's not like Instagram or Facebook where you need to have a lot of followers to get some kind of visibility. In Pinterest, it doesn't matter. It's a search engine. So it doesn't matter, but you can get some extra visibility with group boards because you kind of borrow other people's followers for those. And so I highly recommend finding some group boards that are relevant to your business or relevant to your products and start pinning into those group boards. And I mentioned Tailwind Tribes earlier, and those are similar but a little bit different. In group boards, you actually pin into the board, so it goes into Pinterest right away. On Tailwind Tribe, it's a community of, let's say, like-minded people or communities selling similar products, and they together decide that, okay, we're going to share pins between us. If you add a pin into Tailwind Tribe, it doesn't mean that it's going to be shared. It most likely will, but it's not guaranteed because everybody decides themselves. So, And Pinterest is a sharing platform. You should not go in there thinking, like, I'm just going to share my stuff and that's it. You're going to lose traction very quickly and you're not going to have enough content anyway. So it is really the community and sharing relevant content from other people. That is really the key in success in Pinterest. So that's one of the things that we offer our clients at Just Ask Parker is that we have our own community boards. So you don't have to go out and find them. We have them based on topics and we allow you to pin into our community boards and we pin out of those. So we're finding we've been doing that for the last two months and we're building that very, very quickly. It's like you said, you don't need to have a huge following, but just with everyone doing a little bit really makes a big difference. And especially when you're starting out on Pinterest, it can really help you grow your account quickly. Yes, that's absolutely. And it is a great way to get some extra boost for your new pins and for your new profile. So you don't have to go follow a lot of people and then unfollow them the next day. You can forget all that and just focus on the community and group boards and tailwind tribes. Okay. So can we just explain something that you just mentioned then? You said pin other people's content. So I think a lot of people don't understand this concept. They think that I'll just go up and put up a pin. 
I just got a new product in. I'm going to pin that on my board and that's it. My job's done. So can you just explain that pinning other people's content as well? Yes. I think I mentioned earlier the vegan brand. And in that, we, of course, pin the vegan makeup product pins and lifestyle images. On top of that, we go look for a lot of content that are talking about vegan lifestyle. That means the food. So we share a lot of food images. We share a lot of recipes. And we also share a lot of about zero waste lifestyle because those mm-hmm. are quite connected. So it brings the profile and pins into life. We're giving the content that the ideal customer would like to see so they get a lot of value from us. And it's very easy to bring that value because we don't have to create the content. Somebody else is doing that for us. We're just sharing the pen and giving the information to the person. And that's also a way to capture new audience because somebody might see the recipe pen and then they get interested like, oh, what is this brand? They come and have a look and then they find the makeup and then they go into Shopify and purchase the product. Okay, so I just want to get that clear because if you've got a board, let's talk about that makeup brand. The makeup brand has their own boards for their brand. Then they have another board, let's say, like you said, it's for recipes. Yeah. Let's say you pin a pin about recipes in there, but that pin is not going to like the makeup brand. That pin is going to whoever it belongs to. But what you're saying is that because it's in a board, that board is owned by the makeup brand. Yes. Yes, we have multiple boards that where there is no product content. It's only content that we think that the ideal customer would like to see anyway. So it's relevant to them because it's all vegan and all about zero waste. And then the people see the board and they say, oh, well, there's not just this pin. They've actually got lots of different pins and I actually like all of them. So I'm going to follow that board. Yeah, they might be searching for vegan recipe and they find the recipe that we shared. And then they're like, oh, what is that brand? What is that? Who is this person who's sharing it? They come and have a look at the boards or they come and have a look at the profile, I should say. And then they realize, oh, they have makeup and it's actually vegan makeup. That might, I think I need to check it out. And that works really well because it is a lifestyle. You can create the whole lifestyle around your products. Fantastic. Yeah. I can't stress enough. I keep on saying it. Can't stress enough. People need to get in there and learn Pinterest and understand how to do it properly and use it for their brand. You've given two really good examples of people using it really well, but it works across the board for so many different brands. We are seeing massive results in Just Ask Parker with what we're doing with clients who have gone from literally zero traffic from their Pinterest account to getting a lot of traffic coming in just from Pinterest. So I think that if you're not sure if this is for you, you need to jump in, give it a couple of weeks and just let it prove itself to you and you'll start to see a difference straight away. Yes, absolutely. It's not something that happens overnight, but the good thing is it's really evergreen. So because it's a search engine, your pin can be searched anytime tomorrow, six months time, three years time. It's still there. You can't do the similar things on Facebook or Instagram. So that's really the power of Pinterest because it's a search engine that allows the content to be found at any time. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people need to understand the difference. So if you put something up on Pinterest, you need to put it up at the exact right moment. Like literally within 15 minutes, I think you said that before. If I put up my pin at three o'clock, but no one looks at Instagram until four o'clock, my post is lost in all of that. Yeah. 
and people don't search it. The hashtag system on that is really weird. So if I look up hashtags on Instagram, I get a lot of this junk, 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 junk. And I'll look at the first 20 or 40 and then go, oh, this is all junk and it's spammy. Like, I don't know why, but with Instagram, it always shows up the spam stuff. So then people give up on that. They're not searching in that way. That's not how people are even trying to use it. And it just doesn't have that same way of working. Whereas with Pinterest, you put something up on Pinterest, you don't have to put it up at four o'clock and hope that everyone's on Pinterest at four o'clock. They literally are, when people sign up for Pinterest, they put in there as a user, you put in what you want to know more about, and then you start to see things around what you are interested in. So you always know that people that are interested in fashion are going to eventually see your pin if you're doing it properly. Yes, absolutely. And that's why the optimization is really crucial just to make sure that you can capture all that traffic and all those searchers that your pin or your profile is at the top whenever they are looking for something. And so we didn't mention this, but you can put up the same sort of product twice. Let's say it's a pair of shoes and you can optimize that pin differently. So for different search words, you can actually show up. So you can make sure that you're going to show up no matter what. Is that correct? Yes, you can use multiple keywords and you can use hashtags on Pinterest, but they don't work that well, but they're available. So you are free to use that as well through hashtags at the end of the description. You can use as many keywords. It's good to start with one kind of the main keyword and then expand, but it is possible to rank for multiple keywords. So in that case, do you recommend putting in a keyword and a hashtag with that keyword or you only need to do one? You can do both. Just to make sure you capture everybody, you can just use both. And is that because people, if they type in the hash at the top, then the hashtag is going to show up? Is that how it works? Well, hashtags are not really used that much on Pinterest. It's really Instagram where they're used, but they have introduced it because they want to make sure that it's kind of easy to come into Pinterest as well. So you can use hashtags as well. So if someone's searching and they type in a hashtag, it will search the keywords. Is that correct? Yes. Anyway? Yes. So you don't need the hash at the front because Pinterest is just like the way Google would work. You don't need to put the hashtag at the front of Google. Yeah. You don't always have to use a single word keyword. You can use a sentence or multiple words as well and everything will be found regardless. Yeah. So it's just like when you're doing SEO, long tail keywords and short tail keywords. So Pinterest works in that exact same sort of way. If you understand how search engine optimization works, you've got the same sort of way of Pinterest working. Yes, yes. And it's always good to start with the long tail just to make sure you capture some traffic and then you expand from there. Just like in Google, you probably start with the long tail keywords. Fantastic. So let's go through some common mistakes that people make when they're trying to use Pinterest. Okay. Well, the first thing I always say is not be on Pinterest. So, I mean, you would want to be found on Google. So it's the same thing. People are searching for products you sell at the moment. And if you're not there, you're going to lose sales. So you have to be there. So you've got to put it on your marketing calendar for the year. And another thing is, we talked about this actually earlier, only posting those square images for about your products with white background. It's always better to have a little bit more lifestyle images or where the product is being used and use videos if you have, just to make sure there's good variety. And with Shopify, all the sites are mobile optimized. So you don't really have to worry about that. But if they are non-Shopify, I think that's very common mistake. So the websites are not mobile optimized. 
Many browsers use the app. And if your website doesn't work with mobile that well, you're going to lose the sale very quickly. And then I think one of the things is not really thinking about the person who's looking for that product and how you can make sure you capture either their email address or you somehow have some interaction with them once they land on your page. Not everybody's going to buy at the first interaction. So you've got to make sure you have a way to actually contact them again. And that could be an email pop-up or some other way you provide them value and also using pixels. So Pinterest also has a tracking code to people that do land on your site. You can go back with ad to try to get them come back to your store. So those are kind of the things that a lot of people forget. They don't do any keywords or they only post those square images and then hope for things to happen. But it is a search engine. So you kind of have to do optimization, make sure the words that people are, who are searching your product are on those pins and they are on the profile and the boards. Fantastic. So I have one more question that just to clarify and what we're finding with our clients. So we just asked Parker what you were saying about lifestyle images. I'm such a believer in that, but a lot of people don't have those images when they're starting out. So what we've been doing a lot of and we find really good success with is what we're calling the gift pins. So you yeah. know, the top 10 products or 10 gifts for grandma or five gifts for a gym bunny. We're finding those to get a lot of success, but they're just product images but they just sort of look a bit different from having one product on the page. Yes, and that's a great way to capture all those potential leads as well. So not just bombard them with your product images, but also give some value because it's hard to find gifts. So any kind of list that you have that makes the job easier is perfect way to get them. Fantastic. Nina, I'm so excited to have you on the team and I'm so excited that you've brought all of this information to people. I'm sure people have learned a lot from everything that you have given us. Going forward from now on, you're going to be doing a lot of stuff with our team. You're giving our clients who have paid money certain things that you'll be providing extra trainings. Um, We've got other things coming up in the next few months of workshops and things like that. But you will also be providing great little bits of advice for people that are not paying anything. We're not here just to try to say you have to pay money. So people are able to get help from Nina completely for free as well. Nina has got on our advisors page, there is a link directly to her website, but her website, if you want to look her up directly, is profitablepin.com. And Nina, before we finish up, do you want to give everyone somewhere that they can find something else that you can give them for free at the moment, a download or something to help them out? Yes. If you're interested in using Pinterest and you have not set up your profile yet, I have a 10-step like checklist that goes through the steps you need to do to ensure that your profile is set up correctly so that you can start pinning. So people can find that on my website as well. Fantastic. And just so everyone knows, the whole concept is just us, Parker. We're here to do all your general marketing. But someone like Nina, her job is to help people just with Pinterest. And we have quite a few clients who do just ask Parker and they do all of their general marketing. And then they go into, for example, Pinterest might be the place that they need to be or Google AdWords, or maybe it's Instagram for them. Every business has their sort of top tier place that they can get a lot more traffic from. And I'm a true believer that Pinterest is one of the top ones where most e-commerce stores can get a lot of success. So I highly recommend trying it out, getting on Pinterest, seeing how you go, trying out some tasks to begin with, 
and then moving on once you're comfortable and you can see the traffic coming in, working with Nina directly exactly like she has with the vegan brand and the handbag brand and lots of other e-commerce stores because working on your Pinterest directly can make a huge difference and Nina's proving that that's possible. If you want any more advice from Nina, then she's also able, if you tag her in our Facebook group, she can also answer questions in there, but reach out to her directly anytime you want to. So Nina, thank you so much for being here and I look forward to this journey of working with you. That's okay. No problem. It was really fun to talk about Pinterest and I really hope that people understand the power behind the search engine, what it really can bring into your brand and how many leads it can bring. So I hope uh, people got information enough to get started and really give it a try along with other marketing ways this year. Wonderful. And that's why your business name Profitable Pin makes so much sense (laughs) because there's so much profit to be made out of Pinterest. Exactly. That's why it was named because it really has the power to bring really profits actually. So Fantastic. Well, thanks, Nina. And thank you everyone for listening and have a wonderful day and keep smiling. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast. Join the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash winning with Shopify and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And as a listener, get 20% off at justaskparker.com by using the code podcast.